Greetings, everyone. I'm not Kobe. And I'm not Cheese. You're not Cheddar. Whatever, Jack. <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by... Kraft. <laughs> I was going to say Sargento. Sargento? What are we, Italian? Well, they have Kobe Jack, though. Col- Colby? Wait, okay, do you pronounce the L in Colby? Kobe? <sighs> My word. I didn't know we were going to get off to a debate <laughs> so quickly. Okay. Say- I say... I say Colby. Wait. Okay. Kobe. No, I say Colby. I was going to say, I say Colby Jack. Like, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a soft well, L in there. I, I can honestly say I don't <laughs> often say Colby Jack. Really? Yeah, because oh. I don't eat that kind of cheese normally. Really? Okay. Well, that's not like a normal go-to cheese. Really? What, do you eat Colby Jack on the regular? You notice that I've said, like, really? Like, <laughs> my last five responses. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> um... Colby Jack's my go-to, like, sandwich cheese. If, like, American cheese is, was nice, but I'm kind of burnt out on it, so I've switched over to either Colby Jack or uh, Pepper Jack. One of those two. What's up with the Jacks? I don't know. Do you know there's also Monterey Jack? I have heard of Monterey Jack. Yeah. It's a cheese. <laughs> uh, I personally, out of all of these, I'm a fan of Jack Sparrow. <laughs> 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 Different kind of cheese. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a di- yeah. Let's just say uh, it's a it's a rummier cheese. You know, <laughs> you get that it's one. A- <laughs> anyway, it, really, it all cooks out. Bourbon flavor. <laughs> no, Rob, it all cooks out anyway. So <laughs> all these cheeses, I think back to one of our previous episodes. We probably also talked about cheese. Oh. We did, I think. I can't be certain. But if I had to say my favorite cheese, it would go Taco Bell nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> then it would go American. Mm-hmm. And then it would go cheddar. Your top three? Yeah. I don't know. That fluctuates. Cause I, oh, that's right. We put out a questionnaire and people... Submitted yes, their favorite it, cheese. Remember, it was a whole it was yeah. a whole thing. And they're gonna think that we're like recycling things. Yeah. But the reality is we are. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Bro. No. <laughs> you need to chillax, my guy. I would have said something different if I could have thought of a cheese pun, but <laughs> here we are. And I'm Sorry. not gonna use the classic one. Wait, what's the classic one? I'm not gonna I, I oh. just said I'm not gonna do it. Well, I do okay. No, you oh you know. Speaking of that, I went and tried some of the recommended cheese or the, the people's favorite cheese. I tried the Gouda and I tried the Havarti. I'm oh, not. No. A f- <laughs> I'm not. I didn't no. think they were that great, but you know, Ethan, what do you think of Harvati? Harvati? Har- hold on, Havarti. <laughs> no. So my question is: Do bananas and cheese go together? No. Then why does peanut butter and cheese go together? <laughs> Wait, does it? <laughs> Does peanut butter and cheese go together? That is... I don't know that I've had the two together. You've never had peanut butter and cheese? No. I don't know if I have that either. Okay. I had peanut butter and bacon last night. Yeah. That was pretty good. Oh, you know what? I did too. Yeah. That actually was good. I actually think I like the Nutella and bacon a little better, but out of you the know, flavor profiles. But. Am I the only person here who's had Nutella like once in their life and I can't even remember what it tastes like? It's not a go-to for me. 
But it is like it's nice when I see it. Like it's like one of those things. Like you forget that it exists until someone sets it out on the table. Like oh hey, oh. I'll try that. Yeah. Nutella isn't it like a hazelnut <laughs> I type of spread? So. I believe so. Just not a fan of hazelnuts. Gotta say, not really a big fan of peanuts either. Really? Or almonds or pistachios. Really any kind of nut. Uh, just not a fan. Although, regular <laughs> peanuts do turn into peanut butter, which I am a fan of. Yeah. Although at one point I wasn't. Really? I was really picky at that point. I didn't even like peanut butter. So you're saying it took you a while to like come around to peanut butter. Yeah, like, but now I'm... I don't eat a ton of it, but I do really enjoy it when I have it. Mm. I mean, like, what what was going through the guy's head when he's like, hmm, let's take this nut and let's turn this into... A paste. A, a, yeah, some kind of weird paste thing. Okay. We'll add let's, some sugar. And then let's, let's also take this... Uh, what are these? Berries? What, out of Oh, weird. Oh, red. Gross. What, let's just smash them. And uh, add let's sugar add to sugar them. to it. Maybe some gelatin. Uh, a couple different things here and there. <laughs> Get that all tasted. You know what's even weirder? Let's let's put. Them, what happens when we put them together? No, um, but yeah, we can't do that, right? Because you need to have some kind of gluten, right? Like, yeah. Let's yeah. take this wheat grass. <laughs> <laughs> Homage to a previous episode. Let's take this wheat grass and let's somehow turn that into this whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna show my lack of knowing how to make bread. Uh, this whatever, and then let's turn that into a ball, and then let's throw that in the oven, and then let's bake it, and then let's slice it, and then we'll call that bread. And then we'll put all these three things together. I like the, the linear track is that starts with peanut butter, then jelly, then the bread. You guys don't make your sandwiches that way. This has been history with. You. I first when I make okay, what's the perfect construction? Of a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Oh, you're going to start a fight. This, no. This is, I like it. So here's the thing. Do you put peanut butter on one slice, jelly on the other slice, and then combine them together? Do you put Ooh. peanut butter on first and then layer jelly on top of it? Okay. Or are you a criminal and do you put jelly on and then try to layer peanut butter on top of that? You can't do that. Like, that's impossible. That's why I said criminal. So I'm a fan of peanut butter on both slices of bread and jelly in the middle so that the jelly doesn't soak into the bread. That's what I'm concerned with. Oh, so, so that's what I do. You create like a barrier of peanut butter. The peanut butter becomes yeah. like this thin layer. No, it's, it's, it's pretty, a thick. pretty liberal. It's, <laughs> it's a thick, Whoa. liberal means a lot. That's, oh, that's, yeah, oh, not, got it. Yeah, no, it, it's a conservative sandwich. So the question while we're talking about the construction <laughs> of the sandwich is, is that peanut butter creamy or chunky. Oh, creamy. No. Yeah, yeah. No chunks. Aren't chunky. I dad, don't understand that. My dad likes chunky peanut butter. I don't know why. It's like meat sauce versus having like meatballs and marinara sauce. I would rather the meatballs and the marinara sauce than like the, the sauce being like chunky. I grew opinion. up on meat sauce. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but let oh. me just say, I, I both, you know, but meat sauce. Okay. They're, they're different. Okay. They're different. But let me just tell you that crunchy peanut butter is Weird. Yes. I don't I like I get they want a texture difference, but I don't need that in my peanut yeah. butter jelly sandwich. Well, it's like you're eating a soft sandwich and then you randomly just have this like little peanut chunk that's in there. And it's just like, I don't know. It's foreign. It, it, I don't know. It just seems wrong. In fact, let's be honest. The company. Probably Gerber <laughs> is getting to you. OK, because they're doing less 
and you're paying for it. They're like, oh, you know what? Let's not chop the peanuts up, peanuts up all the way. But you're going to pay extra for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just go ahead and pay yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is that? It's like Why? The, it's like the Hershey's, what was that chocolate that With the we air. talked about before? Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's genius marketing. They know what they're doing. Anyway, so you layer the peanut butter on the top <laughs> and the bottom. Jelly in the middle. Jelly in the middle. Now, how liberal <laughs> are you? <laughs> With this jelly portion. Um, and it can't be too much because then if you like, because when you combine the sandwich or build it. Out the sides. Yeah, it comes out the sides. So yeah. you gotta, you got to like do some tests, like make a couple sandwiches to figure out the right ratio of jelly. I've got it. Mm. Okay. So new, new <laughs> tactic. So you put, you put a big lump of jelly in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of, it's, it's pretty high. You then close around the edges and then you layer that with peanut butter to create mm-hmm. a barrier. Then you smush the middle down so where it pushes all the jelly out to the uh. sides. And it can't go past that peanut butter barrier that you've made. Mm-hmm. Or we crimp the edges. We take off the crust. And oh, here's a crazy idea. Let's call it uncrust, less crust. Less un- crust. Less crust. No, yeah. uncrust. Not crusted. Yeah. Crustly list. Uh, Uncrust. No, that's that's really making sense. Here's one. Uncrustable. Huh. Now, I'm liking where you're going, but a a bowl, uncrustable. Yeah. What's a bowl? It's a bowl of jelly and peanut butter, crimped on the edges. It's It's, two bowls put together. But but it's not a bowl. It's one. It's one side's flat. Is it? Well, this thing that we're making up right now. (laughs) I'm guessing one side is going to be flat because when you put it on the table to make the sandwich, unless your table is a bowl. It could be. Well, I think this is a terrible idea. No one's going to like it. And we shouldn't make this into a product for anybody else. Definitely not. Uh, Are you good? Mm -hmm. Oh, is there what's that company called? Uh, uncrustable, stinking, you know, <laughs> who knew <laughs> smuckers out here taking our name, our ideas, mm-hmm. turn it into product. Mm. Not a fan. Yep. Also, this episode is brought to you by smuckers, <laughs> which is owned by Gerber. Owned by Gerber. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're done with Gerber. They, mm-hmm. They've paid us. We're good. <laughs> we are actually giving them free advertising at this point. I don't do that anymore. Nope. No, anymore? No, we're over that stage of our life. We've progressed on. And now we take real advertisements, real money from real people. They are real. And Ooh. they do give us real money. Who is this? I don't know yet. Uh, we'll find them. And they'll pay us. Oh, we'll make them pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll all pay. <laughs> So, okay, but back to the, the peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yes. How do you construct your peanut butter and jelly if you were to make one? <sighs> well, you ever grow up doing, like, the halvesies? That's where you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with just one slice of bread. I always thought of it as, like, a taco. I didn't know. Oh. You could call it. You could all call it halvesies. I mean, you fold it in half. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like. It's a halvesie, yeah. It's okay, just so okay, small, you. you know, but. 
I guess, is that a better way to utilize? It would make you more full, right? Because you could still use two pieces of bread. Mm -hmm. But you're getting technically more uh, peanut butter and jelly, right? 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 <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it might come out to the same in the end. No, <laughs> because you only have... you'd be using more jelly. Would, would you, though? Because so. if you take a piece of bread... Well, and you cut it in half, and you put half jelly, oh, half peanut butter. Half, oh, I was I was thinking folding in half. Yeah, I mean, you, you fold, fold it in half, but... Well, I'm not cutting that. Like, if it's just folded, like, you now have, like, it's a U-shape, so you can hold more products. So You can eat more peanut butter and jelly. I'm so telling you. So you still peanut butter the whole slice. Yes. And then you put jelly, and then you fold it over, but you can't over put the jelly, because then the jelly is going to come out all sides. No, it only come out the either end, like a taco. Why is this so complicated? <laughs> you know, I always thought it was super simple. Just make a sandwich, you know, but it's not. No. There's a craft. There's an art. There's a craft. <laughs> Do you get it? Because this episode's brought to you by craft. <laughs> Where you can get macaroni and cheese and cheese. And mayonnaise. Oh, I forgot about that. And ranch. They do everything. Yeah. Craft. You know, they tried to buy Hershey's Get at one you point? some. Oh, did, did they? They did. Isn't their slogan, get you some? <laughs> Yo, Craft, <laughs> just get you some, you know? I don't, it's, it's not. Don't I even don't, look it up. I it's wouldn't. definitely not what their logo is. <laughs> what is the Craft slogan? Maybe we should decipher what Craft stands for. Bring your appetite for more. That's their slogan. Oh, that's pathetic. They need to call us. We will give them something better. Oh, easily. I say we turn their name into like, uh, <laughs> what's that thing where like every letter <laughs> is a word? An acronym? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so an acronym for craft. Okay. Colby. Okay, that's great. I yeah. got the first one for you. Next one's Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Next one's uh, what's an uh, um, um, uh, Applebee's? No. Um, ah, Andre. The is there a cheese that starts with A? I'm sure there is. We'll find it. Uh, uh, F stands for felonious. T Applewood cheese. I knew because I was right other, with Applebee's. The other 10 options that came up, I cannot pronounce. How do you pronounce? <laughs> Here we go. Abodance cheese. <laughs> Not even close. Pitu. Akawaki. I think that's Alpacas. That's a Kawi. Alcat Seltzer. Just kidding. That one's um Appenzeller. So Arden Farmhouse. Yeah, let's just Oh, oh, my bad. Adape de Timakdu Jeez. And these are all real names, by the way. Absolutely. Definitely 
You so can Google and check, but you'll I, just find the same thing. I was the closest when I said Applebee's, though, for real. <laughs> like, I legitimately was pretty close. Yeah. So, hold on. We have Colby, Romano, Applewood cheese. Just Applewood. Oh, Applewood. Because we're, okay, we're under Apple the assumption they're yeah. all cheeses. Um, F? Yeah. That's why I said felonious. <laughs> Felonious cheese. <laughs> Feta cheese. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm fed up with this joke. <laughs> and uh, T. Tyranny. Tyranny? Yep. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> no, because it's you're a tyrant. Look, these big corporations like mm-hmm. Kraft... They're tyrants. Let's yeah, be honest. Okay. So their acronym, they admit to being a tyrant. Yes. At oh, the very okay. end. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. they're just so in your face about all of mm-hmm. these cheeses. <laughs> you know? And their ranch and their mayonnaise and their. No, they don't really care about that. The mac and cheese. They, it started off with the mac and cheese. Did it? What's a mac? Macaroni? Oh, macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I knew that from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These people just making things so short these days. Like, why I gotta do that, cuz? Like, why you gotta be like that? Well, you know, they say cuz instead of because, except not in that text. But I was gonna say, that's not why I was using it. Don't take my words and use them against me. You're making me sound stupid. My bad. Thank you. So, we were talking about the the sandwich, right? And how it's a lot of work, and we respect. Mm-hmm. The sandwich makers of our day, our parents. We would like to thank the workers at Subway, Jersey uh, Mike's, mm, Jimmy eh, John's. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like could be better. We're talking specifically and exclusively about. Have you ever like mentioned like, hey, can you do this? And you watch them like, yeah, okay. And then they like don't like, can you hold like the pickles or whatever else? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll hold the pickles. And the <laughs> pickles still go on the sandwich like. Uh, okay. No, I tell them oh. to hold everything. So don't put anything on You just on want there. the loaf of bread. <laughs> Toast the loaf for me. Put three chocolate chip cookies <laughs> in each side. And then put ranch on top of that. Oh. Shout out Joseph White would probably like that. Oh, yeah. Joseph White would like anything with ranch on it. And that's a fact. It's true. You can take that to the bank. Wait. Oh, that's right. We got onto it because I said that creating it is a craft. It's an art. Yes, yeah. Yes, okay. Yes, okay. Yes. That was a pretty good. I tied that. Good. To, yeah, I tied the guy yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Unlike my shoelaces, I don't tie those anymore. Well, I find ways to get around it. So I bought slip-on shoes mm-hmm. that stay tied the whole time. Problem is, they're not good for your arches. Not, mm. No arch support. Mm. It's not good. So then I went and got shoes that are actually good for your feet. Uh, haven't noticed that yet. <laughs> Still hurts a lot. I got I got a pair of boots that like because I was also annoyed with having to tie the laces every time I put them oh, on. Boots are bad too. And so it's actually like a dial, and like what you just you push it down, and then you twist it, and it like tightens all of the the cables instead of like instead of shoelaces, it's like tiny cables, and so then it tightens up the boot. Really cool. Um, only problem is you have to like buy like the like, if you're going to Alaska, the boots you would buy to go hike in Alaska, so, like, you know, the, the mid-calf length 
boots. Ooh. Those are the only ones I could find with that technology. So Well, they make laces. Well, I'm not sure about for boots. So there's different companies, I think, now that mm-hmm. do it, but they're called like Easy Lock or Easy yeah. Laces. So that's what I have on these shoes is they have like, I want to say almost like it's paracord-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, it has stretchy, mm-hmm. but then it's got like this locking system at the top. Cool. So it pretty yeah. much... It can be a slip-on if you would like it to, but you can also tighten it up really easily. Mm-hmm. So you're never tying your shoes. It's got a certain look to it. I like it. I've always just bought shoes that look regular and you can slip on based on how the back of it's built. Mm-hmm. But the, with the laces, you can apply it to any of your own shoes. That's the benefit. That's cool. Right? Yeah, yeah you don't have to buy your own specific yeah. branded shoe, which could be trash. You know, If you already have the shoes that you like, just attach these easy locks on you. Yeah. So I have this pair of like boots that I really like the brand. I like how they grip. Like when you're like, for me, when I'm like trimming on a hillside, it's very important that the, the soles grip the ground. You know? don't want to fall. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Still happens, but that's not really the boots fault. That sounds like user error, but continue. <laughs> yeah. Like when you step on a rock and it's like dewy in the morning and it's like, you can you just go down the hill. It's like, oh, this is awkward. I'm telling you, Dwayne's <laughs> always getting in people's way. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I have this brand that's like my favorite brand of boots, but they last like six months. Like they're the most comfortable boots I have, but I like destroy them. Well, so heavy usage though. <clears throat> yeah, heavier usage on those. So right. part of me is like, but they're not like they're not cheap boots. They're like 170 bucks a pair or something like that when I buy <sighs> that's them. That's expensive. Like but is it worth it for the six months that you have it? I don't know. I kind of would like to buy a brand because I know people that their their boots last in like three years and they're walking just as much as me, but it's just. I don't you? know if I want to pull the trigger and spend three hundred dollars on on those those. Well, boots. yeah, but it's a math equation. Yeah. If they had it for three years and you have to replace it every six months, that's you've yeah. already paid off in one year. Yeah. No, true. That's why I'm like <laughs> I want to, but it's still like it's the same thing. Like when you when you do like a, it's much easier to make small purchases than it is one big purchase. Like it's easy, it's easier to talk yourself into a small purchase than it is a big purchase, even if it's a more frequent purchase. That's why people like the subscription model. True. But you as a business owner should know mm-hmm. that sometimes you have to make the investment for the long haul. Oh, I know. But what happens when it's like 20 years later and you're still investing for that? Okay, well, don't, don't buy boots for 20 years. <laughs> Just uh, know that. Yeah. And it's a test, too. Right? Like You got to figure out, like, is this yeah. boot going to last me? This is good for our listeners. Yeah. They got to understand are the boots sometimes you get what you pay for mm-hmm. and $170 is not cheap they're still comfortable though they're like great boots as far yeah, as like they're comfort good. i'm never in pain after a day of working outside which is and great and that's that's amazing <sighs> but if it only truly lasts but that's six here's months, the other question what if i buy these $300 boots and find out that they're just really not comfortable they last a long time but they're not comfortable like the other boots are i don't know what to tell you <laughs> Ask them about their return policy. That's fair. See if you can do some preliminary testing, not out in the grass, but that's probably where you really Kinda want need to, to get your it, testing yeah. done. But yeah, if you do that, they're definitely not going to let them get returned. Unless you get a boot that is such high quality that they mm-hmm. have like lifetime guarantees. Yeah. Some companies do that. They're just I so. Red Wing does that. Red Wing. Oh, they might. I think they're just so behind their product yeah. that they're like, you know what? 
we'll we'll take the chance if you decide that you don't like it. Yeah. We'll we'll make it right or whatever. Okay. So I wonder how many people actually take them up on those type of offers. I know I do. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I have these Bomba socks that are just outrageously expensive, but mm-hmm. they're about the only sock I wear. And the only reason I have other socks besides those is when I'm in a pinch, I need more socks. I like ran to Walmart. It's so funny. I've got like the cheapest sock possible from Walmart <laughs> and then one of the most expensive socks. Mm-hmm. And it's like I needed a backup. But there is there is such a difference and you can tell. Yeah. But I got holes in them. And mm. I reached out because they have like a lifetime guarantee satisfaction. Yep. And I just sent them pictures like, hey, these I got some holes in these socks. Keep in mind, I had these socks for years. And they're like, okay. And they sent me a couple wow. more pairs. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's, of course, I've bought a lot from them. So e- even if they replaced like five or six pairs, they still would be way profitable yeah. on the amount that I spent with them. Yeah. But I took them up on it. I don't know how many people do. But I tried it, yeah. and it, it totally worked. I don't do it all the time, though. Only if it, like, really... I'm not doing it to get free product. It's like, I legitimately have holes in these. And I I have this passion for holy <laughs> socks. I cannot stand them. Yeah, I, if, if I get a sock that has a hole in it now, it just gets thrown away. Wow. There's no... There's no... Well, maybe... Maybe I can... Uh, look, I can't stitch it back together. I'm not a doctor. I can't do it. <sighs> So it goes in the trash Mm -hmm. because it is the most annoying thing to have a hole in your sock. So Uh I agree with you that it's annoying, but (laughs) you can't bring yourself to throw away a sock that has a hole in it. No, it's not really that I can't bring myself. It's just kind of like I forget about it. Like it goes into the dirty clothes hamper. Like, okay, I'll, I'll throw that away later. And then it gets through, and I get done with my laundry, and it's like, you know, it's the last day of the week. I'm like, I really need a pair of socks. <laughs> so I got to bring the holy socks back out of retirement. <laughs> Jonah, but, when you put a sock on, uh-huh. and it comes up to your knee, but it's an ankle sock, it's got a problem. No. It's called a big it's hole. It's called a dual-purpose sock now. That's called lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> you are not German. You know, it is funny though that you're talking about the guarantee on those socks. Wait, was wait, what's the name of the brand? Uh, Bombas. Bomb, Bombas. B O M B A S. Hmm. Bombas. I get it confused with yeah. Boombas <laughs> <laughs> all the time, That's... and I'm so nervous. I'm gonna say the wrong name. Boombas is like, why do I keep getting requests <laughs> to replace socks? I am a food restaurant. <laughs> why am I getting sock requests? Uh, <laughs> or you just send back a slice of pizza to the sock <laughs> company. <laughs> hey, uh, I didn't like this. You take returns? Um, but I was going to say, I have darn tough socks. Oh. Which are, they're like wool socks, so they're a lot more. Oh. You've got a problem with wool? Sorry. Yeah. What's wrong with wool? Oh, it's so sweaty. Really? So. I I thought they were so much better. Like for me, like when I'm working outside, like my, my, my feet stay way drier with these socks than they do with like a regular sock. They stay drier because... Your sock is literally a dryer. It's like so absorbent. It absorbs all that. Oh, gross. What's the problem with that? My feet stay dry. This is actually really nice for me. Otherwise, I start getting athlete's feet. Athlete's foot? 
Do, no. Will you say? How do you say this? Uh, or here we go. We don't even we have don't to discuss it. I'm just saying, well, you're it. over here hating on why my my socks are, you know, why they're drying out. It's like no, for me, it's like when you're working outside, you know, thirty hours in a week, and it gets hot and humid. Um, we're gonna cut this. No, <laughs> no, we're not. The people need to know about the, the wool. Athletes' feet. No, not that part. Oh. But the wool. Yeah. I mean. It keeps my feet drier, and it's a lot nicer for me throughout the year. And I think they're actually it stays cooler, especially in the summer. For me, in my experience. Well, you also work outside a lot more, so it's probably different. I just things that create a lot of heat, mm-hmm. which wool is one of them. I am not prone to. Oh, I do not like heat. I do not like it, Sam. I, I am. am. I do not like the wool socks or the heat devices or anything mm-hmm. that causes that. And wool is one of those things. I mean, it keeps the sheep warm. Why? <laughs> because it's an insulator. So the thought of an insulator going down to your foot, which is insulated. <laughs> yep. While you're working, just it doesn't seem right to me. But I also have not... Tried it, so. Well, yeah. I guess that's all I can say. say. You're the one that works outside. I we'll 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 switch places for a week. I'll have you go out and trim some hillsides and no, give me me some feedback. No, you won't have customers left (laughs) when they see that hack job. You'll be out of business. (laughs) Remember when I tried to mow our own lawn, Mm -hmm. and I like used your mower, and it was a whole thing. It was really funny because you were cutting and like you know you're you're. Was a circuit? You're doing a circuit. I'm over here like doing these stripes. I don't know. Yeah, I was doing was donuts in the yard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, look, I'm not the kind of person. I really appreciate the lines. I think they look really good. But if it's mm-hmm. up to me, and I'm the one doing it, you're not getting lines. Yeah. The grass is gonna be cut. I don't care if it's gonna be zigzagged, donut. It doesn't matter to me. It's gonna get cut. Now, when I used to do a push mower growing up, I would try to do straight lines and everything. Mm-hmm. Just that was just never my thing. I feel like though, but if you're on a mower, so you're like sitting there, like it's so much easier to just do the straight Look, lines. That mowing control panel was kind of <laughs> whack. Okay, what? it seemed intuitive, but then like when I would start forgetting what I was doing, I would forget which way did oh. what, and I was going too fast. Uh, like those puppies can move. Oh yeah. So I, I was speeding up. And I think I need it, to put you on the Great Dane. No, my new no, that one. That <laughs> no. one's, it's going to be really funny. No, 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 no. Because you can drive that one handed. You know, you just got to twist your hand just right to, to turn it right or left. If no. You yeah. Is that bow still working? Yeah. Great. Working good? Not a problem. Great. It's actually, I mean, I've thrown it in on the HOA, so it's mowing like two, three hours straight and it does fine. So. Throw it on the HOA, baby. Oh, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, that stands for Homeowners Association, or in layman's terms, Havarti Ostrich Acupuncture. I was going to say antlers, but okay. (laughs) No, there's uh, this game in Boulder Dash, okay? (laughs) And the whole point is they give you a real acronym. Yep. And you're supposed to come up with... Like what this stands for. There have been some interesting answers. I actually always loved that game. But now here doing it in front of everybody, I'm feeling sheepish. (laughs) 
Is that a wool joke? <laughs> Who can tell? <laughs> but speaking of sheep, I, from my understanding, <laughs> I think they played a vital role in America's history. Am I right? Sheep? Yeah. Sure. No, it's sure. It's sheer, Jonah. You shear a sheep. What? <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm not following. You didn't mean to say sure. You meant to say sheer. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Because oh. they're they kind of they're kind of close to wow. you know explaining you know, explaining the it, joke. It kind of ruins it. it. Yeah. No, it I'm really con- does. I'm confused. No, I I think maybe the joke. <laughs> So you said we're going to shear this part of the podcast episode? <laughs> no, if I can't cut mine, you can't cut yours. Well, then. You can't shear your sheep. So, history. Sheep Ooh. and history. Speaking of history, it's now time for our brand new segment. By popular request. Four people asked for it. <laughs> hey. And they're getting more of it. It's time for history with Ethan and Jonah. All right, Ethan, I have a question for you, and it has to do with history. Oh, boy, was I born <laughs> for this. You have so much knowledge. Uh, I hope this this is a hard enough question for you. Well, I am American, <laughs> so I'd like to think that I know everything. Mm-hmm. So hit me. Sure. All right. In the American Civil War, there's a general named Stonewall Jackson. My question to you is how did Stonewall Jackson get the name? Stonewall, because that's not his actual name. They didn't, like, when he was born, they did not name him. I'm going to call him Stonewall. That, that's a nickname. I got this. All right. So growing up as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> growing up as a kid, old, um, what's his first name? Stonewall Jackson. No, what is, what is his Stonewall, he, 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 his, he turned into Stonewall because, um, I'll explain why. Thomas Jackson. Ah, Thomas. Yeah. So young Tommy boy, <laughs> he was he was a youngin. Okay, and I'll be honest, he didn't have the greatest upbringing. He got beat up a lot as a kid, mm-hmm. bullied, man, mostly for his name, which was ridiculous because it's a great name, you mm-hmm. know. But at the time, they weren't having it, so they beat him up a lot. He had like a weird snaggle tooth, so people didn't like that. <laughs> Real history, by the way. And the kids, they just, at the time, there wasn't anything else to do to occupy your time. So they would beat other kids up. All right. You with me? Mm -hmm. So Thomas, at a young age, decided he can't continue to live this way. It was always his dream to go in to a war. (laughs) Always. To be a general, a leader. He just knew that military was calling his name. But he had to get ready for it. Mm -hmm. So in doing so, he trained like nuts, man. Every day that boy was hitting the gym, okay? Mm -hmm. And I mean, did not skip a leg day. What would the 1860s gym look like? Do you have any idea? Yeah. The barbells were cannonballs on both (laughs) sides. And this man was pushing reps like you would not believe, okay? So he takes years to do this from age 17 to 19 for two years he worked on this exclusively 
And by the end of it, he became a legend. Okay. Now how that legend was born is the fact that one night he was walking down a dark alley. Okay. And these bullies from elementary middle school. Oh, look who it is. It's old Tommy boy. You came back to visit the town. Did you? Well, we'll teach you a lesson. Mm -hmm. And they go to beat this man up and they start throwing these jabs. And what do they hit? Stonewall. Nothing but stone abs, man. <laughs> this kid was ripped out of his mind. <laughs> and they couldn't do anything. And as they fell back in fear and looked up into his eyes, he says, it's not Thomas Jackson anymore. You can call me Stonewall Jackson. And then wow. he proceeded to smack him in the face. And then he smack proceeded him? on. Well, I mean, he punched him right, oh, okay. right in the noggin. But he taught them a lesson, and from that day on, the town, it was more of like an urban legend, really. Uh-huh. The town knew him as Stonewall Jackson. Wow. And that's the honest truth. <laughs> as you see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So was, was that pretty close? Here's my second theory. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's my second theory. Okay. So at this time, they didn't have cars yet, right? Yeah. So Stonewall wasn't the brightest guy out there. All right. And he really loved his horse. Um, oh, man. I like how you've gone from a hero's Stinking, journey. Uh, neighborly is what they call him. <laughs> so his horse, Neighborly, uh, a really authentic, loving horse. But not the smartest. Neighborly. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the smartest uh, stinking tool in the shed is all I'm going to say. And, you know, Jackson wasn't either. But they had a really good companionship. Best of friends. And, you know, this is, again, I, I stand true to the fact that he always wanted to be a military man. But during his early training days, they had lots of maneuvers on these horses. You had to get in and out. I mean, you're going into battles, man. You got to be ready to get in, get out, make it quick, tidy, boom, boom, let's go. Well, in some of these training courses, notoriously at the time, they didn't have like these structures that you could just put up and then take down. So they would build actual structures and it would stand for years Mm -hmm. as their training course. Well, one of the courses in downtown Louisiana where this was all taking place really was a giant wall now coincidentally the wall was made of stone that comes into play later so he's he's maneuvering in and out of this course right he starts just he's making great time and he's just going in and out of this course he's doing great neighborly is on their game today and he gets to the end to the final jump and this man biffs it and he (laughs) biffs it hard and and i tell you You've never seen like if if video existed at the time, that would be top peak list of America funniest home videos. Ah, uh, because this man yep. hits the wall, the horse front flips over. Jackson is left spewed on the side of the wall, just trying to get his breath back from falling off neighborly, mm-hmm. and everyone in the battalion is just staring and laughing at him. 
And they're like, man, you can't even get over that pathetic stone wall. Stinking Jackson. Wait, stone, stone, it's Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> what a biff. Thus, he got his name Stonewall Jackson. And from that point, he had something to prove. Mm. He had something to tell everyone, I am not a mess up, a screw up. I am a capable man. Then he started working out from age 17 to 19. <laughs> it's really a combination of both stories, if I'm being honest. Wow. All right. Now, now that you have both sides, yep, both both theories. They're not really theories if it's true, but I digress. Oh, you tell me what you think <laughs> how the name came to be. Stonewall Jackson, in my opinion... <laughs> No facts behind it. This is just me coming up with it, you know. We is can't all have facts he was, like he was too. fighting at the first battle of the first wait, first battle of the bull run. And he's there and you know the Confederates, because he's he's a Confederate general, by the way. Um, in case you didn't know that. He's a Fed? Confederate. Confederate. Oh, oh not, different not, than the Feds yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's not a Fed. Got no Feds. Wait. <laughs> so the Fe- Confederates are being pushed back, and this one other general, like that's on a different hill at the Battle of Bull Run, looks over and he's like, Wow. Stonewall and his guys were like the only ones not being pushed back. He's just standing there like a stone wall. And it ended up like that him holding that hill was pivotal to the to Confederates winning the battle. So that's why the nickname Stonewall uh, stuck around. Now we could go like into the, all the details of that battle and all that, but you could Jonah. probably find a really informative oh. video on YouTube. Jonah, what a silly theory that oh. is. I know. That doesn't even make any sense, Jonah. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. They don't even talk about neighborly in there at all. <laughs> no one talks about neighborly. That's honestly a crime. Is it? How much that horse did for our country? The Confederates were trying to end the, the country. Like they were they were the bad guys. I knew that. You did? Yeah. They were the ones that wanted to keep slavery. I don't like the Confederates. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I supported those kids that beat up. <laughs> that beat up him at a young age. He oh. always had a hard head. Honestly. <laughs> they should have called him Dwayne the Rock Johnson Jackson. Dwayne Stone, the Rock Jackson. Stonewall. <laughs> Stonehenge. Well, this has been a wonderful segment. (laughs) I'm sure you've all learned something. This has been City Songs with Larry. (laughs) The part of the show where Larry comes out and sings a city song. Uh, we, we could we could co out that. And this has been silly stories with Ethan. This has been silly history with no facts. Hey, I had facts. You had ideals, thoughts, trivial at best, <laughs> not factual. I mean, can you back it up? Yes. <laughs> with can you what? back yours up? Yes. <laughs> with what? Google. You can find everything on Google. <laughs> I don't care what your argument is, it's there. So I wasn't close. He was a bad guy. I knew that. Oh, uh, okay. We can. This is a whole different discussion. Okay, we won't debate whether he was good Basically, or bad. Basically, a lot of the problems. So slavery was the main thing, and yes, that's a problem. Very much bad, wrong. The 
underlying argument was that the South was saying that the states should have the right to determine whether or not slavery should be legal. And the North was like, no, it's wrong on a just moral level, and no, you should not. But the underlying argument there is that the federal government should mandate things such as that for, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They should be able to mandate that, and the states don't get to have a say in this. So that was the underlying argument was states' rights versus federal um, overarching right. So... Uh, interesting discussion. Overall, yes, Confederates are the bad side. Probably wouldn't side with them. Oh, I don't, I don't side so, with anybody. You know, yeah. like I said, I told those kids but. to beat that guy up. <laughs> so you sided with the I, boys? I was trying not. See, is it really bullying <laughs> if you're trying to, you know, the side of the war he was on? You mm. know, yeah. Like, but anyway, the 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 fact is that I'm really good at history. Yes, I think I've proven that. Absolutely. So, and I have to debunk all these crazy people. Revisionist histories going on around here. <laughs> so I think we're yeah. gonna have to make this um, a, re- a reoccurring yeah. seg- I so. segment because I think people out there need to know the truth. Yeah, I think so. I and the truth is, we haven't even landed on Mars. Can I just be honest with you for a okay, second? Well, no, no, no. You're getting into a whole different segment. <laughs> this is conspiracies with Ethan. We just play the alien. Ooh. Either that or like this, that spaceship sound, you know, the... Yeah. Yeah, that's a good segment. We'll do that Seriously, too. it's taking place up in Canada on a place called Devon Island. But I got the facts to prove it, okay? I'll tell you right now. Right now I'm going to shoot it down. <laughs> I don't believe you. I'll show you the video, Jonah. <laughs> I was just... Look. I don't know why they go to all these great lengths to do this, but it's all a scam. Mm-hmm. Everything. Look, but this is seriously why people don't trust the government because you have tons of stuff that is total scam. You have other stuff that seems like it could be a scam. At this point, you just don't know what to believe. Like, what do you believe? Mm-hmm. Cause you want to believe that it's all hunky and Dory <laughs> hunky Dory. Remember that hunky yeah, Dory? I remember that joke. Oh, yeah. uh, but it's not, but I think Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> it is. What are we agreeing to right now? Uh, we're we're agreeing to just carry on and make our podcast as normal. Yep. Knowing that behind the scenes, there is a giant megalodon out there that they don't want us to know about. And the aliens control it. No, the no. aliens are fake. Okay. Dude, no. Fake news. No. There is now. There is now a like a guy that's put in charge of the project for researching whether or not aliens exist. I think it's at NASA. It's under NASA's. Oh, it's under NASA. Yeah. Oh, really? So, where I'm all of our saying, other facts come from? <laughs> I've been applying for a part-time job there to help search for aliens. Jonah, if you want that job, you have to be a graphic artist, designer, yeah. really good at green screens. Yeah. yeah. You can't just go in there with, oh, you do like greenery. I do like green, the color. You, you yeah. could cut the grass before they take the photo shoot for the Mars landing. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. Look, I can't help that. Oh, speaking of NASA, uh, Owala is doing a cosmic collection. Oh. And I want to end on this note. A real note. You know, the rest is just all for fun. <laughs> it's, not, it's real. So, Owala's doing a cosmic collection. Uh-huh. And 
it looks pretty sick. One of them is a glow-in-the-dark bottle, which I'm 100% getting, maybe even two of them. Another one, it's the smaller version, so I'm not happy about that, but it's like a gradient from blue to black. That's cool. Then there's one that's a straight black with like a speckle, like a star, and like a brown one. I don't really get that one. Maybe that's the Mars one. Weird color. And then the classic NASA. It's like a white bottle with the blue and red, like the logo. Mm, that's cool. It's a really cool collection. It comes, I think, really early October. I have alarms set. I have calendar notifications. Uh, I'm saving up my cash flow <laughs> because I'm going to end up buying more bottles. But I bet you never could have guessed that. Mm-hmm. I want to be the world's biggest collector of Owala, of Owala bottles. Yeah. To be fair, we were out this weekend and he saw that somebody in ran like in public had an Awala bottle. He's like, Oh, you have one? And they're like, and then she was like, Oh yeah, you know, there I have a what was it, Mandalorian or a Boba Fett or yeah. Basically she bought one from like a random collection that, that Awala dropped. And so yeah. Yeah. There's apparently like a, a, a like a what's that called? Cult Fan following club? Cult following probably She well see that was her first bottle. Oh. And she's like I'm going to have to buy more now, which is the, what wow. everyone says when they own one because it's their favorite bottle they've ever stinking owned. Well, you're welcome, Awala. Again, free market. Why won't you let us advertise? <laughs> Seriously, why did you reject me? <laughs> Stop ignoring my calls. I know you know who I am. <laughs> Jennifer. <sighs> well, on that note, thank you everyone for listening. Um, we don't have an outro beyond that, do we? We are the outro. We are Stay frosty. I think it's stay fresh. Really? Isn't it fresh, never cut, frozen beef? Wait, fresh, fresh, never, never frozen. frozen cut. Wait. No, no, no. Cut.